1: Kyle Krabs here host of locked on NFL scouting join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft check out the locked on NFL scouting podcast with the draft dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts the Miami Dolphins 2023 spotlight series continues with TCU running back Kendra Miller who he is how he would have fit the Dolphins' offense, and where the team would need to draft him to add him to the mix for 2023.
0: You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Dolphins fans, it's Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins. Time to keep it locked in. Here for the next 30 minutes or so, I'm your host Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, decade-long draft Nick, your host here on Locked on Dolphins with yet another Miami Dolphins 2023 Prospect Spotlight Series. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today is Friday, April 7, 2023, and we are talking about a TCU Horned Frog running back, Kendra Miller, who he is, how he fits the team, where the team would be able to draft him, all of that here today on the show. You can find Locked On Dolphins on YouTube or wherever you listen to favorite podcasts. Make sure you hit subscribe, click the bell, get the notifications, comment, leave reviews, stay engaged with what we're building here on Locked On Dolphins. We're obviously in a big sprint here before the NFL draft in less than three weeks, getting you prepared for all of the Dolphins' potential areas of need with prospect spotlights, and deep dives here on the show. Kendra Miller uh, is a really fun player to watch because he was one of the most productive backs in college football throughout the course of the 2022 season. This was a player who largely came into his own in 2020. His first two seasons in in the Big 12, he had less than 140 total carries. Well, he had 224 in 2022 he more than doubled his career rushing totals he more than doubled his career rushing touchdowns Uh, dude was everywhere and tcu obviously making the run to the national championship game playing against the georgia bulldogs he did not play in that game but he played against michigan kansas state you did have a chance to see him against a number of quality big 12 defenses most notably baylor so you had some good looks at who kendra miller is As a football player, and he's somebody who I certainly think, unlike a number of the prospects that we've done throughout the course of this series, is going to be available for the Dolphins when they first come on the board. I don't think there's any question. Kendra Miller's draft ceiling is not 51. But the running back position in general uh, is a position that gets devalued because of the uh, lateral moves that you can make. I think it's probably the way that I would phrase it. At the running back position. So let's let's start with Kendra Miller and what we know about him. Before we talk about his fit, how much of a lateral move he might be if there's an upgrade opportunity there. And we'll go from there. He's 5'11 and a quarter inch tall. He's 215 pounds. And he has 32 and 3 eighths inch arms. Those all according to his measurements at the NFL Combine. In Indianapolis, that's 66th percentile in height, 56th percentile in weight, and 90th percentile in arm length for running backs to go through the NFL combine since the year 2000. And the reason why I want to impress this is there's a player, when you go to mockdraftable.com, that is one, two, three, four, five, sixth, sixth on the list for running backs to come through the combine since the year 2000 with their athletic profiles that compare to Kendra Miller's and the sixth most overlap happens to be one Jeff Wilson out of North Texas in 2018, AKA current Miami dolphins running back, Jeff Wilson. So that should give you a little bit of an idea from a stature perspective. Now there's no athletic testing for Kendra Miller coming off a knee injury. But this was a player who uh, was a three-star recruit when he originally came out of high school, goes to TCU, has a modest early start to his career, but he does have a number of things going for him. He was born in 'O two. He's 20 years old. He will be 21 during his rookie season. Former three-star recruit, he was an athlete coming out of high school. How's this for some numbers? 2,500 rushing yards and 34 touchdowns while playing quarterback his senior year in the state of Texas. He's been a utility player until he got to TCU when he became a running back. So when you talk about player development and opportunities for growth and just scratching the surface of what you're capable of doing, I think these are important footnotes for a player like Kendra Miller who goes to the Big 12 and plays where you have a lot of 3 men down fronts and tight fronts and there's a lot of open air yards for you to run into if you choose you want to run the ball with any level of consistency and TCU and stretches did and I thought the, the yardage output for Kendra Miller this year uh, was a little bit misleading 1,399 rushing yards and 17 rushing touchdowns with a long of 75 average 99.9 yards per game Across 14 games. And there's a certain level with Kendra Miller of excitement with the growth as a player. But there's also a certain level of apprehension because of the perceived lack of explosiveness that he had as far as being a true home run hitter. Uh, From a a, a dynamic athleticism perspective. And then we don't have the athletic profile because he didn't test. So now you have an incomplete profile for a player who you think might not be as good of an athlete as you think he is. So what I do in instances like that is I'll usually cross-reference with somebody I trust. So who I went to is Lance Zerline, NFL.com. And I just looked at the punch list to affirm... I knew what I saw from a skills perspective. But what, what did somebody else see from an explosiveness perspective? And I think Lance kind of outlined the same issues that I had when he put together his punch list. Uh, runs upright with notable hip tightness. Takes a step too long to transition into his burst. Does not make crisp cuts as an outside runner. And then there's some other things that we're, we're going to talk about as well. Now, this is a smooth player. This is a, a fluid player. I was really surprised by his feet. Is that enough for him to be a sensible addition to the Dolphins running back? room? We're going to talk about that next before we get there. All these player evaluation questions are all the same player evaluation questions that you have to ask yourself when you play Ultimate Football GM. Uh, my favorite mobile game that I have it's your job to create a dynasty. You're the GM of your favorite team. You get to manage and control every strategic aspect of your franchise, whether that's coaches and coordinators, the finances, player contracts, free agency, the draft, player discipline, the ups and downs of a season and injuries, you name it, all in a realistic and challenging game world. Ultimate Football Game is completely free and playable offline, which is one of my favorite things about it. So you can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. Locked On Dolphins listeners can receive a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps in the game store. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. start your dynasty today.
0: This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode
1: So Kendra Miller, as a player, he's not as big, but his running style reminds me some of Ajayi. He runs aggressive. He's surprisingly fluid for a bigger body back. Um, he will hit you for chunk gains, but I don't know how much of a true home run th- hit, hitter he is at the next level. We could probably do the same thing. It would, would benefit us to, for me to paint the picture of Kendra Miller uh, to acknowledge the 10 traits that I have in the same way that I did with Jameer Gibbs earlier today on Friday. The 10 traits that I'm grading running backs in, in order of importance, vision, explosiveness, ball security, those are non-negotiables. Passing game skills, versatility, expo- elusiveness, contact balance, footwork, pass protection, and durability. Those are the 10 traits in order of importance. And in each one of those positions, I can grade you in one of five ways. You can be elite, great, good, sufficient, or have a failing grade. So the areas of strength for Kendra Miller, I think he has good vision. I classified him as good. So we got 80% of the maximum number of points there. I think he has good ball security. I think he has good elusiveness, and I think he has good contact balance. I think he has good footwork. Those are the areas for me. So vision, ball security, elusiveness, contact balance, and footwork. Really surprised, pleasantly surprised for a guy who was a a running quarterback in high school, the way that he presses the line of scrimmage and can kind of laterally flow. There's not that rigidness of herky-jerky or start and overcommit and then stop and have these labored turns. He's not the most low-to-the-ground runner. He doesn't have the steepest cuts. He doesn't have the most dynamic cuts. But if you can make that up by being fluid and every motion is not really wasted, you can be an effective runner in the NFL, and that's what I see with Kendra Miller. So the fact that I think he has good vision, I, I wouldn't classify it as great, or elite, but I think it's good, especially when you grade it through the lens of how long he's been playing true running back, and you parlay that with the feet, I think that's the appeal. And for the Dolphins, that being a zone system, if you're making reads off of defensive linemen declaring into blocks, and the horizontal movement of the point of attack by your offensive linemen, and you're not having a disassociation between your eyes and your feet, I do think there is an overlap here for Kendra Miller to be a potential fit for the Dolphins, as you know, we talked about Jameer Gibbs on the show, the last show that we did, and it was a lot of the Raheem Mostert role within the offense and getting more versatile, which I think you you would get with Jameer Gibbs. Well good question is is Kendra Miller an upgrade over the Jeff Wilson role. Never mind where he'd have to be drafted. Let's just ask the question. And I think there's a number of things that that are in your advantage, uh, youth being one. I think Jeff Wilson's probably running with more power and viciousness behind his pads. I think that's an area for Kendra Miller that as a bigger body back he's above the 50th percentile in everything and above the 60th percentile in two out of the three measures of size at the NFL Combine. You probably want a little bit more physicality, but he almost runs as a smooth, fluid wiggle player as compared to a F you, I'm going to stick my face mask in your chest and I'm going to run right through you type of runner. So I think Carving a little bit healthier of a balance there for Kendrick Miller is probably going to be a favorable thing at the next level. Uh, but for the Dolphins specifically, I don't know how much I see in the peripheral areas. Now the question is, can he grow in those areas? Because he caught like 16 passes last year. He's not really involved in the passing game. I didn't think he was good in pass protection in any capacity. Um, missed some scam protections, and, and, and the Dolphins do do this. So if you're not familiar with scan protection, scan protection, I'm the back. I know based on where the center or the quarterback sets the mic point of the defense, that's where they are going with their pass protection, which means the next linebacker that's unaccounted for, or the next most dangerous threat, I have to look for. And if they're going to go six-man protection, it means it's the five offensive linemen and you as the back. And if you're responsible as the back, and the first guy doesn't come, but they bring nickel pressure off the edge, you have to be able to work your eyes from the most dangerous player to the next potential threat, get set up in a blocking posture, and deliver a blow to help maintain the integrity of the pocket. I thought there were instances with Kendra Miller in which he was not on the same page with his offensive lineman as far as what gap or defender he was supposed to be going to. And then in those instances, he was not delivering the kinds of blows that are going to be effective at the NFL level to offset NFL defenders who are pressuring the pocket. And if you don't have that part as a rotational back, and you also can't do what a player like Jameer Gibbs can do, which is go play wide receiver... In the slot, you're probably not going to get drafted or get a lot of playing time, particularly early. And that's just the reality of playing the position in the NFL. You got to do the things without the ball before you get the ball. I think about Elijah Mitchell with the San Francisco 49ers. He was the second of the two backs that the 49ers took, and they took him in the sixth round, and he ended up being like a 1,000-yard rusher when it was all said and done as a rookie because he was the one who knew how to protect a win in the passing game. It's not an area of strength for Kendra Miller. And again, explosiveness is something I think he's only sufficient at. I don't think he's a plus athlete. I don't think he's a good athlete. So those two things, even though he's a smooth athlete, which helps to cover for it. Those two things for me have Kendra Miller a little bit further down on the pecking order. We've done Bijan Robinson. We haven't done a show on Bijan Robinson because I can't bear myself to have a con- that conversation about that player who's not going to be there for the Dolphins. Probably my number one overall player in this draft for the Dolphins with his skills. Jameer Gibbs, very logical, reasonable option at fifty-one. Kendra Miller's probably a day three option for me and that's going to be one of those. It depends on how the board falls, and if you address other needs, you might want to get some youth, and this is a player who I think with his skill set does have some parallels that would benefit the Dolphins, but he's a little bit more of a developmental-type player that prevents you from having to pay Jeff Wilson one-year contracts again and again and again, where this might be Jeff Wilson's last year. So that's that's where I think Kendra Miller fits. Now, as far as where he actually stacks up, what range would make sense? That's what we're going to close with here today on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. But before we get there, it's the perfect time for you to get in on some action with our friends over at FanDuel because the NBA playoffs are right around the corner And FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 as a new customer with FanDuel. That's $1,000 in bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line and point scores and everything in between. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payouts with same-game parlays. So don't miss the chance... To get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't hit when you go to Fanduel.com slash locked on. That's Fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: So, Kendra Miller, where does he stack up in this class? The grade that I have for, for Kendra Miller is about a 75 and a half out of 100 possible points. For context, because context is king, I have graded. Eight tight ends, all of which I expect to be day two or early day three selections with grades that were in excess of 75 points. Uh, 77.78 was the lowest there. For offensive tackles, I graded nine offensive tackles that graded with a 75 or higher. And my 10th offensive tackle, Carter Warren, was a 74. Those tackles include everyone that I would expect to go on day two, not including the uh, position flexible guys that might end up being inside guys when it's all said and done. I've obviously done the two running backs. Bijan Robinson was like a 95, and Jameer Gibbs was uh, around an 86 out of a hundred points with a scale that is designed specifically for the Dolphins scheme in mind, which means Kendra Miller uh, is a day three candidate for the Dolphins. Is there a chance Kendra Miller, despite being a productive back, despite being a younger player, but as a player who has some explosiveness concerns, that we do not have any athletic testing on and is coming off a knee injury. Is there a possibility that he's on the board for the Dolphins with that pick in the sixth round? I wouldn't dismiss it. I would be surprised if he's there that deep. But I think this is probably a fifth-round player. I know Jay Jay was a player that we invoked early on in the show, and Jay was drafted in the fifth round too. Now, Jay had some long-term medical questions that contributed into that. But if you think about the other running backs that we have to do on this list – Charbonnet, potential day two pick. Devin Achain, sprinter. Texas A&M, home run hitter, potential day two pick. Tajay Spears, if his medical's clear, he might be the third best back in the class. Sean Tucker, super productive player for Syracuse the last two years, and he's a height, weight, speed guy with more burst and explosiveness than Kendre Miller. Israel Abanakanda, phenomenal athletic testing. Blew the doors off his pro day like 26 touchdowns rushing last year. Chase Brown with Illinois, for my money, was one of the 10 most valuable players in college football last year. For an Illinois team that played some really good football teams, really tough, he faced five top 25 rushing defenses in the Big Ten last year that that were rushing defenses nationally in the top 25, put 100 yards plus on all of them. He's another 4-4 guy. Kendra Miller was the one that I did because I think he was the the one I was most intrigued by figuring out who he was. But if running backs don't go early, if you have Bijan Robinson that goes in the first round and that's it, and then you don't have Jameer Gibbs go until like the mid-40s, say he's off the board for the Dolphins, just the bottleneck alone, Kendra Miller has enough questions where the positional value of that position, I could very realistically see being a player who the Dolphins are getting close to getting on the board on day three with their first currently scheduled pick, and he's still there, in which case you might want to, if you feel like he's the guy based on what you do on day two, that you want to add to the running back room, you go get that guy. I don't know that they would, based on the other needs that they have, but he's an intriguing player whose ceiling I have as an adequate level starter in the NFL. That's the challenge. He doesn't have an athletic trait to hang his hat on. So he becomes, his value is, he's an instinctual runner, but he doesn't offer you a lot in the passing downs. Well, how easily can you find those guys? And that's why the running back position has the narrative that it does as being a devalued position, whether it is fair or not, or right or wrong. It's a fascinating player. Uh, Not one that I think the Dolphins should be sprinting the card in at 51 for by any means, but a player who has some potential appeal for the Dolphins as a day three fit and somebody who might end up sticking around and mess around and make somebody really happy when it's all said and done in the same way that Jeff Wilson did with the San Francisco 49ers and hopefully by continuing to do that with the Miami Dolphins. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I appreciate you guys making me a part of your daily routine. Keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. Fins up. Enjoy yourselves. We'll be back again tomorrow. we got another episode coming, another running back coming down the pipe. We're going to keep on hammering through the NFL draft here in a couple of weeks. So hit subscribe, follow along. Hope to see you then. Peace.